welcome to E20, your unofficial EastEnders podcast. It's Redwater Week! I'm so excited! And I just can't hide it! <laughs> <laughs> totally out of tune, but you know, you get the picture. I'm the fly that landed on Dermot's shoulder in the pub. Emma! <laughs> Sorry, just almost choked there. And I'm that awkward threat that drove Dermot to madness. <laughs> So, what we got coming up this week, Emma? This week we discuss episode four of Redwater and we play a game called Come On Eileen. (gasps) But first, here's the jingle. We're talking Redwater now. Kathleen has come to town. Stay away from my family now. This favourite show of mine. Father Dominic, we say, Dermot is his name. Alfie's not impressed with drownings and the rest. This favourite show of mine. So Emma, it's another dawn in Redwater. And you know what that means. We all have to do it. The daily morning beauty regime. Yes. And for Dermot, wow, it's such an uphill battle. Constantly, constantly struggling against flattening that fringe down (laughs) and having the exact same hairstyle he's had the entire season of this. (laughs) I love it because he takes it so seriously. He's like, God, it just won't go right, will it? I'm like, you're literally just flattening your fringe down. Dermot, before you started, it was actually in place. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I was thinking. It looked fine. (laughs) (laughs) And then something else strikes, doesn't it? I mean, as if unruly hair is not enough for Dermot. Having a bad morning was Dermot. Oh. We've all had this moment where you get a bit of thread on your top or somewhere and you go and pull it and you think, oh, well, I'll pull it and it'll come off. And then you go, oh, oops, made that worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ruined my entire outfit now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've all been there, haven't we? The bobbly bits that you get on your clothes. And do you know what? Do those things, you know, on the adverts, the bobble removers, do they even work? Because I've just got this theory that they just don't work and it's just like a pipe dream. I don't know, my dad got one. Did it work? I don't remember if he said it worked or not. I'll go and ask him later and I'll get back <laughs> to you on that. <laughs> so, horrible, irritating little threads poking out of places that they shouldn't aside. Dermot has a job to do, doesn't he, Emma? He does. So he cracks on and gets to work. With as much passion as I've (laughs) ever seen. Body of Christ. Oh, God. What time is it? Body of Christ. (laughs) Body of Christ. Honestly, it was like a conveyor belt. (laughs) It was like, Body of Christ. I was expecting just to throw it in 18. (laughs) Yeah. Body of Christ, catch an 18. Shasko, like that, you know, like yeah. throw Maltesers. I was just going to say, like, when you go, all right, catch the Malteser. Ah. Yeah, bro, that's what he's going to do, he's just going to throw the body of Christ. What I loved about this scene is yeah. that it had the slightest glimpse of Cat. And then we don't see Cat and Alfie for like another 20 minutes. Bearing in mind, this show is called Cat and Alfie's Redwater. <laughs> Let's just be real. This was Redwater, and then Cat and Alfie were horseshoed into it. <laughs> That's like, our theory. That is what happened. We, yeah, we that believe, is still what happened. We believe that 
it was a show and they thought oh i know i know what might get more viewers let's throw cat and elfie from eastenders in it was so that let's be real let's just be straight this was I mean that's the first for me. But let's <laughs> let, let's just be honest, right? Like <laughs> let's just be honest. You know, Broadchurch had just came out and had been very successful, and then Red War was announced. Like it is almost identical in its kind of premise um, of like you know family secrets and ties and things. It's almost the exact same show, apart from. For some reason, Cat and Alfie also came to find Cat's long lost son that was never mentioned prior to this. Like, that's the only difference. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that and the fact that they spoil who the murderer is in the very first episode. I love that. (laughs) Revolutionists. Mystery. (laughs) How about this? Can you just imagine that pitch? How about this? Broadchurch, mystery like TV show. But in the first episode, we'll get rid of the mystery. <laughs> Love it. So different. <laughs> People are like, yes! <laughs> Revolutionise all of these mystery programs. <laughs> You're the Steve Jobs of script writing you. Get that man a job. <laughs> and then for the next five episodes, everyone... <laughs> will not be suspicious of their very suspicious cousin, Dermot. Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect. I mean, that's just a match made in heaven, isn't it? I did love Kat's little moment in the church as well because we have the most hysterical overreaction I think I've ever seen on Red Water to date. <laughs> like, Dermot's fiddling on with that thread that we mentioned earlier. And like, yes, admittedly, he's frustrated and so pulling it like that. But that's what we all do. And yet, Kat and Agnes were like, look at each other with like, oh my God. Oh my God, what What if he pulls that thread? Oh no. What if he pulls that thread and his robes just fall apart? Then he'll just be naked before the eyes of God and all his Congress. Like, I just love it. Like, it's just absolutely... His- it was like the apocalypse was coming. If, if Dermot pulls that thread, that's it. The four horsemen rise. <laughs> I was like, like is he, what happens when he pulls this thread? Is he going to, like, combust or something? Yeah, because the way they're like, Satan. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it, damn it. Pulls that thread, the gates of hell will open wide and swallow red water up. That's like Agnes just warning everyone. Because <laughs> <laughs> she is Satan. <laughs> well, yeah. I actually have a theory that we all think she's the villain. Really, she's the hero. She's been preparing red water for the end of days. Oh. <laughs> That would be a twist. That's the mystery. The mysteries keep coming. Yeah, she keeps telling Dermot that he's the chosen one, that he had a calling, that he's the backbone of the community. Without them, they couldn't survive. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's going to fight the demons when they come. (laughs) And also, people couldn't uh, make their own businesses and be successful without him being this backbone of the community. Although he doesn't help them in their business, like, at all. At all. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> they currently have a business and it's failing. Maybe that's because Dermot doesn't help, actually. Maybe she's <laughs> right. Maybe she's like, really, we should have invited you, Dermot. It was a mistake not to. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I just think it, it's just hysterical. I mean, also, Porring's got a business that he's trying to get off the ground and Dermot's never once bothered to help. <laughs> Oh, yes, we've realised how to pronounce that name now. 
yes, thanks, Katie, for letting us know. Um, because honestly, I really genuinely thought it was Patrick. <laughs> I probably will still call him Patrick, like I do Roisin. I call her Roisin, but you know, I love that you told her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's, for how many episodes though we've been saying it wrong. I've, I've been calling Patrick since episode one. <laughs> since episode one, Patrick. Amazing. Oh, I love <laughs> it. But yes, the apocalypse doesn't come. Dermot doesn't pull that thread in it, Piaz. At least I think he doesn't because the end of days hasn't yet, yet started. So that's a positive. You know what I loved? Everyone was singing. And normally we go straight into that theme tune, like, but no, today we have the hymn starts fading out and the yeah. theme tune starts fading in. Very um, high tech for them, wasn't it? It was all brand new and upgraded. I was like, oh, <laughs> they're experimenting now, are they? They're experimenting like Kieran and Andrew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're experimenting in a different way, obviously. <laughs> so the titles end, and we are introduced to Eileen's new accent. Oh, yes, suddenly Irish again. <laughs> suddenly Irish. I adore Eileen. Honestly, she is just hysterical. Like, one minute, she's like, Kathleen! <laughs> the next minute, it's like, why are you talking about mommy? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, are they the same people? <laughs> is she just possessed? Like, is there actually, like, an American ghost that's possessed her? <laughs> oh, you're going to love my game later on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It's, a, it's an episode of Friends where Ross puts on this British accent when he's doing his lectures. Huh. And and Rachel rings up and she's like, oh, hello, Ross. This is a fake accent university. And, <laughs> and all of that it just reminds me of her. She's like, one minute, really fake American accent, which I've yeah, noticed. Yeah. They never say America. They always say in the States. <laughs> yeah, we had. Why don't they say America? <laughs> they don't say town or wherever they were from. They always say the States. The States. <laughs> it's like they didn't actually set foot in America. They just hovered above the States. <laughs> you know, like in some sort of spiritual form. Agnes only allows them to leave in that state. They can't leave in flesh and blood. <laughs> <laughs> so I love how she was clearly putting on this accent. And now she's like, well, if I'm going to live at home, I'm going to be Irish. I'm going to be Irish now. I just love it because it's like family picture time as well. Oh, well, yeah. Family picture time in Porrig, who seems to be the black sheep of the family. Um, <laughs> like, I it's like, these are all my plans for, for Kushtara, Mammy. Do you like them? I'm going to going to turn it into a cookery retreat. What the hell is with Agnes. What the hell is a cookery retreat? <laughs> what the hell is a cookery retreat? So do they go and learn to cook? Is that what the retreat is? But like, this do you also get a I'm spa? Confused about. Do you get a spa on the side? Yeah, I'm so confused. Is it a hotel? Is it a restaurant? Are they learning to cook? Is it a cookery school? I don't know what it is. Also, when I go on holiday, I don't go on holiday to learn things. Like, are the, of course I'll go to like, that sounds really ignorant. No, of course I'll go to like, museums and things and learn that way but i don't want to go and like have a flipping you know a three-week course oh, in, no. like, 
modern cooking. Like, no one wants that. And I mean, they've got to kick down the walls of Kushtara before they can get in. So, I mean, that's exactly. an added, added element to it. Exactly. It's like a blooming obstacle course, isn't it? Before you even start the course itself. Not up for that. But, but Rushin, or as I like to call her, Ryson, Ryson sets Agnes straight. She's like, no, mammy, that's a posh people's holiday. <laughs> I'm like, I've never heard of a posh person wanting to go and cook for themselves. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, have you ever thought of, like, I don't know, the Queen of England going, do you know what I really fancy doing today, Charles? Um, I really fancy going to learn to cook. <laughs> I just can't say I'm doing it, more, Liz. Can you? Can you? I mean, I just can't. <laughs> I love when Eileen then takes a step further and is like, well, after, like when they've done all that, they can go and have tours of the farm. And Roisin's like, what, we'll wear costumes and bonnets. So I was like, hey, that's Beamish. Step back. You're not stealing yeah. their ideas. Different be stealing that. Enough people have already hopped on that bandwagon. You're not taking... No. Taking war Beamish. Beamish is amazing. It's basically like this open like museum experience where... It's up in, it's like up north for us. It's like, a, it's like a northeastern um, replica town of like old fashioned, um, like living. So it's like old fashioned schools and mines and stuff. They do them throughout it's, the years as well. So they're like building more and more years as the time goes on. So like, I think we're getting a 60s village now. Ooh. Yeah. So they have it through like all the eras, which is really cool. So you can see how everything's progressed and you can go and visit in the houses. You can go at the shops that have like a proper village. It's amazing. I love that. I love the Cinder Toffee place. Oh, God. <laughs> no wonder I had so many fillings as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to family time and the cookery retreat. Yeah, if anyone um, wanted a trip, though, there you go. Beamish. Yeah. I just love because Porig's like, yeah, maybe they'll be interested in my woodwork. And his wife's like, no one's interested, Porig. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can't sit with us, you know, from me, girls. <laughs> oh, I love it. But Eileen sticks up for him, doesn't she? She says maybe some people will be interested in his wood. Oh, wow. I don't know that. Don't know that they will, because not even his wife is. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> Speaking of that that area, Andrew oh. is in Kushtara and he says that place gives him the willies. Oh, I noticed that too. I was like, does it really? Strange that you and Kieran should be in here when you get the willies. I was like, well, the one he's been getting, he's off to sea. <laughs> Well, do you know what was really weird? Kira like vanished in the house. Now, for a second, I legitimately thought that's it. Kushtara's killed him. I know. I was I like, was like <gasps> the house has devoured him. He's disappeared. It is now haunted. <laughs> Turns out, though, he was actually just standing in his like um, beautiful purple cardigan. I love that everyone wears cardigans in Red War as well. <laughs> like it's just brilliant. See that tweed farmer's outfits or cardigans. I mean, what next? Bonnets. <laughs> <laughs> No, that would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, turns out Kieran's actually just stood in his cardigan, staring at a wall. Maybe he loves the walls of Kushtara like um, Agnes does. <laughs> or maybe he wants to kick the walls of Kushtara like Lance did. Maybe, maybe. But then when he leaves and moves aside, 
Andrew says what he was staring at, and it was. Mouse was here, 92. (laughs) Mouse was a vandal as well. I was like, I can't even get over this. It's graffiti and Kushtara. Like, no wonder Agnes put those traps down to try and kill her. So what happened is they made a little mouse um, door. Mouse came out, carved (laughs) its name. Oh, she went. They had little mouse pencils. They're already about this big. <laughs> to entice her out, they put a bit of cheese. Off she goes. Oh, she loves a bit of cheese. <laughs> mouse was here. I need to. With me cheese. <laughs> I just, uh, do you remember when everyone used to do that? Like, um, you know, such and such 2K7. Like, yeah. things like that. I love that. Mouse was ahead of her game, wasn't she? She was a trendsetter. <laughs> Like, she I never saw a 92er. I never I saw a 92er. <gasps> well, I thought actually as well, just whilst we're on the topic of being in was it brave of Andy and Flip and Kieran to just wander up those stairs that were clearly rotten? Oh, yeah, I was like, expecting the them. Place. They were going to fall at some point, weren't they? Yeah, that place is literally... That place is literally rotten. <laughs> it is, like, falling apart. I know that Agnes thinks it's beautiful and it reminds her of her mammy, but, like... Let's be real. It's not. It's like a crackdown. Like, I know this is going to spoil a bit later on, but like there's a bit when Pete walks up those stairs and I swear yes. they're the same stairs, right? That room, yeah, yeah. that room has just been empty, as we've uh-huh. seen, because Kieran and Andrew were in it. Later on, we're going to find a bed in that room. I'm sorry, did Roisin <laughs> come up with that? <laughs> yes, Roisin's <laughs> hoisted it all the way up the stairs. Mattress and duvet. noticed not just mouse was ear 92 did you see the name below it Derek well could it be our famous Derek Pauline's pal what if it is my god say he was here he was here 93 (laughs) 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 he came in after mouse had died (laughs) It was the pianoist at a funeral. All <laughs> <laughs> friends, him and Agnes. <laughs> All our mice friends there. It was such a shame she got caught in the trap. Yeah. Such a shame. Gone too soon, Mouse. Gone too soon. Anyway, back to the family meeting. Derm arrives. Perfect time for Ireland to go, Oh, hi, Derm. And like sort of transition between American to Irish again. <laughs> And be like, um, oh, hi, Derm. Well, it's like that Ross thing. It's the Ross thing all again. So what Ross does is they tell him to phase his accent out because he's put on the fake British accent. And when he phases it out, he's like, oh, identify. And (laughs) (laughs) that's her. She's just phasing her accent out because no one will notice if she just phases it out. (laughs) I just love, I hope she is doing that as well. I like. I feel like she is doing that. She's trying to just test the waters and see how people feel about Irish accent. <laughs> and then, like, you know, <laughs> you know, like, if they don't like it, she'll be like, I'll go back to American. <laughs> um, I have to say, Dermot's next words are just priceless. I think you might have a tramp in Kushtara again. <laughs> again! Again! 
How often does this happen? Also, I just love the fact that like there's a tramp there. My my money is on that Derek has come back <laughs> and is actually just living there. He always loved that house. Maybe Mouse didn't die. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's Mouse. <actually> her. <laughs> come out <laughs> with that little room. <laughs> Mouse, what's here? Twenty nineteen. <laughs> Kieran left her some cheese and she came out. <laughs> she's actually just she only lost a leg on the mouse trap. She's actually fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. She's been thriving since uh you know what? left. She got Les to fake her death a bit like Nick Cotton. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, that makes sense now. In that grave there's just some random human that they thought was mouse. Or in like episode six, she'll get out of the taxi and she'll be like Hello, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> that throat surgery. <laughs> more like it'll be more like Hello, Kieran. <laughs> Pick up <me> cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hoping that it's actually Buttons the dog. Oh. I actually think Buttons is in there because you know we haven't seen him yet. No. I personally feel like he's a much needed character on the show. <laughs> Either that or it's Ember. <gasps> Could be. Could be. We still don't know where where he is. And then we randomly cut to the pub where Kieran is like being super rude. He's sat with Andrew and it's just on his phone like this, typing away right up to his face, not even looking at Andrew, right? And that's a personal peeve of mine, by the way. I don't mind people going on their phone. And so I go, oh, excuse me, I just got to check this text out. Oh, I just need to call someone. It's just simple manners. I think it's just rude when people are on the phone not listening to you and you're chatting to them and it's like, you wanted to meet me and now you're going to be on your phone? I don't think so. Exactly. Kieran went to sleep with Andrew, so he's come all the way to the pub for another rendezvous in the toilet <laughs> and all Kieran's doing is sitting on his phone, typing away. He's sat there. He's ready for a Emma. But remember, in the States, there's no such thing as compassionate leave. It's like a coffee break. Only in the States. Because, Only you know, in the States. we have to keep saying the States because Kieran doesn't know any of our word. <laughs> Can I just say as well, what is he talking about? Only a coffee break. And like Andrew's like statement about, don't they know that granddad just died? It's been like three weeks. <laughs> You've how, been many, how much more ever. like leave do you want? <laughs> three to four weeks of compassionate leave. For someone, his work probably think he doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, he's never spoke Irish to them, so they'll be like, who's Grandad Lance and why are you in Redwater? <laughs> I thought your dad was American. <laughs> so your whole family were American. <laughs> Kathleen! <laughs> Great idea! <laughs> That's like one of my all-time favourite over-Americanised scenes for Ivy. Like, that was just ridiculous. Your Kathleen gets me every time. <laughs> Editing it the other week, I was crying. It's just too funny. <laughs> oh, well, don't worry, Emma, because Kieran is all Andrews now. Oh, wow. So again... <laughs> A little bit closer now because he's put his phone down. He's no longer looking at his grinder hookups. He's decided he's going to stick to family. 
There's only one man for him. There's only one man for him, and he's related to him. Blood is blood is thicker than water, Emma. Can I just say, <laughs> did you notice in this episode they said cousins a lot? To, you know, really make sure we all know. Yeah, that these are cousins, biologically related cousins yes. by blood. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lots of shared blood there. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have some very deformed babies. <laughs> I mean, if they figure out how to have babies between two men. <laughs> <laughs> like those, do you remember those alien toys where it was like, if you put yes. their backs together, they'll have a baby. That's all they do. They just lie, lie with their backs together. <laughs> do you think anyone ever figured out? It Was that like some big scam? Yes, it was definitely a scam. <laughs> that was definitely not real. <laughs> it's not like... It's not like, um, you know, like on Jerry Springer, there's not like a little plastic alien coming on going, well, he got me pregnant and then he just left. <laughs> and then it walks another little plastic alien. <laughs> well, she used to hog all the gel, all the, all the weird slime stuff. <laughs> Isn't it weird though? We all went and fought these little aliens. Yeah. Put them back to back and they had to put them in the fridge. <laughs> Literally, we all believed that we had stuff. Like, ah, do you do you remember they used to have little, little like it was anatomically accurate. It had little, you know what? Yeah. Like it was weird. That is a weird product to be selling to kids. Isn't it? You yeah, breed something. Scam of our generation. <laughs> what? I swear, the company who made them, the first company who made them, totally created that rumor. It's like those myths, you know, those myths that are just kind of like seeded into our, yes. our like the fabric of society. You know, knits only go for dirty hair. <laughs> like, you know, those sorts of rumours when really we know they're not true. Like you just you just peer into the kind of facts and you suddenly go, oh, actually. Every kid, without a doubt, went into the fridge, looked and went, I think it's working. I think it's working. The belly's getting bigger. <laughs> and there was this weird rumour that the head would explode and the baby would be born from there. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, on to the back to the gays and not the aliens. Um apparently Kieran's Kieran's not sure. He's not sure about moving back. He's not really Irish anymore. None of these are his traditions. He's already stated that. He's changed. Not to Andy, though. Oh, no, Bound not chick. to him. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, he has changed. He's become a full-blown American. Like, he went from an Irish boy who went, Mammy! To, you know, full-on, Mom! Mom! <laughs> <laughs> Mom! <laughs> Kathleen! <laughs> 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 Great idea. <laughs> and I did also love what he classes as a whole life, because by the way, this just sounds literally the most depressing existence ever. He was like, I have a job, I have an apartment, no friends, no family, no hobbies, no interests. <laughs> no no love interests. It's like later nothing. on. Uh, Roisin asks Eileen, oh, like, will your friends miss you? And she's like, just silent and then goes, well, there's Skype. <laughs> I love it because we all know that she has no friends. She has no like, friends. Clearly, 
<laughs> she has no friends. She's Billy No Mates, isn't she? She's Eileen No Mates. She's got she's got any busy mates over there. She's just uh, she's just got Kieran, <laughs> and he has her. Well, he has his cousin as well. Well, yeah, he does have that as well. He has that very intimately. They have a very special relationship, him and his cousin. <laughs> they do. They Skype all the time. I love but for what... other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he's saying, like, he doesn't know if he wants to come back. He's His mum does want to. She wants to move back yet. And Andrew's pretending like he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care all that. Kieran won't want to be with him. The love of his life. The love of his life. Well, the love he's always known as life because we're related and we're all quite close together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Redwater. <laughs> and then Kieran's saying how he just often gets nightmares about saving his sister. Andrew cries. They hold just... hands. That might have just changed his mind. <laughs> it was very emotional. emotional. I mean, how does no one know that they are <laughs> having a sexual relationship? Like, he's literally crying and holding his hand. <laughs> talking pub. to him passionately in the middle of the village <laughs> pub. No one clocks it. They're all too drunk in red water. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just, it's like a, it's like the greatest thing on earth, red water, I think. I think it's actually the, that could solve all of world's conflict, all the world's conflicts, honestly. Just show them episodes of red water, share them right up. Share them right up. Share them right up. So, back to Eileen. Oh, yep. She's chatting with Peter. She's doing her best flirting. And how do you flirt with a man? Well, easy. You call his son a dog and then start talking about how your dead daughter died. <laughs> Nothing turns a man on more. Well, it worked. <laughs> I mean, she got a kiss out of it, didn't she? It must have, yeah. She's got a bit of a... Bit of a... With him. <laughs> I just love how okay they all are with keeping in the family. That's like her brother-in-law. Yeah, I don't know what relation anyone is anymore. I'm confused. <laughs> They're all just inbred. Peter has been with both of his, like, in-laws. Yeah. Right, like, Rasheen, as we know, and now Eileen. And then obviously Iris was their sister, yeah? Because Iris was, like, their... It was Agnes's niece. I don't oh. know what that makes it to Oh, them. goodness me, I'm lost. <laughs> It was like Iris's niece, but, but I mean, you know, it's, sorry, it was Agnes's niece, but I feel like Agnes trapped more like a daughter. Oh, that would, like, yeah, that would be about right in Redwater. I'm so confused by everyone's yeah. relations. It wouldn't surprise me if Iris is Agnes's daughter and you find that out flipping, you would have found that out in season two. <laughs> I lost a daughter that night too, you know. She wasn't just my niece, Dermot. She was my mother. Uh, that's the weirdness that you come to expect strange family flipping dies 
Oh, God. I, I love it. Next minute, we're going to find out that Kathleen's actually related to Flip and Bodrick. <laughs> She'll be happy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can... <laughs> I love when we, we head back to the pub and Dermot's obviously not invited to anything ever. And he's really upset <laughs> about this. He knows nothing. No one yeah. cares about Dermot anymore. Yeah. And he's, um, he's just going to awkwardly sit there with his cousins and be like, oh, you two. Biggest thieves, you. How's Bernie? Oh, is this a regular thing? Is this... <laughs> and then a fly goes past and lands on his shoulder. <laughs> I mean, I personally like to believe that that's Lance looking over him. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I got so distracted in that scene. I was like, oh, did something just fly past the screen? And then I saw it go and land on his shoulder. I was like, oh, yes, there's a fly. And I was like, I'm not taking any notes of what they're now talking about because I'm now <laughs> watching this fly. If anyone hasn't Maybe. seen it, I did take a video. <laughs> <laughs> just to prove it wasn't my eyes <laughs> maybe it's um Dermot's like secret lover you know how like everyone dates animals in this like Aideen's got them by the horse and you know there was greedy Mr Fox for Porrick and like Agnes obviously has Kushtara um Kieran has Mouse like you know they all had relationships with animals maybe it's like maybe say like that maybe actually that flies like Dermot's long lost lover or like brother or both <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was just trying to make it less awkward because Dermot just sat there like a third wheel and yeah. they're like holding hands <laughs> like holding hands <laughs> God use our thickest thieves use and like what are you talking about braiding each other's hair <laughs> do you want to go home and watch RuPaul's Drag Race yeah I thought you'd never ask Andrew's literally sat on his lap like what do you yeah. mean <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that wears thick as thieves? <laughs> oh, I love that colour on you, Kieran. <laughs> so handsome. Stroking his face. Looking, yeah, looking good, cuz. Dermot <laughs> <laughs> just sat there like, what am I? Piece of like rubbish. Why doesn't anyone flirt with me? <laughs> I need some cousin loving too. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. So clearly, Andrew doesn't think with his actual head at all. No. Because he decides it's a great idea to just publicly announce that Bernie's investigating Lance's death as suspicious. So mm. even if Dermot wasn't the killer, the killer was certainly in that pub and would have known. <laughs> so, you know, great job, Andrew. Just put your wife in danger. Yeah, I have a theory on that. Put his wife in danger. That's a good way for him to move on with Kieran quite quickly, isn't it? Mm? <laughs> well, could always do what Roy did. Cheaper than divorce, you know, just run, run her over. <laughs> He's impotent. <laughs> I would just love for Bernie and Dermot to sit down like a pair of old ladies and like chat about, chat about her sex life. That would just be everything. You bitch. You cow! You cow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, the mo the most natural thing to do after you've sat with your cousins, having a chat, felt a bit yeah. awkward. I mean, you're going to be caught for doing something you shouldn't have been doing. You know, drowning your grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> you obviously go make everything a whole lot worse and just steal a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's done so many other crimes. You might as well add that one to the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
And then he also wastes the Gorda's time <laughs> yes. by prank calling them. He like prank calls them to get one of them out so you can go see Bernie. Um, and then this is what I love. We go inside of like their, their like headquarters and you know with the two of them two police officers the two police officers there's only two of them there's no That's more it. than that no um i have to say it's slightly bigger than what i estimated because obviously i described it as a cupboard at the back of eileen's hotel um but it's pretty much a post office <laughs> that's what i thought it looked like you know like an old-fashioned post office yes. or like a doctor surgery reception area <laughs> that is literally their office i think they had one cell for the, Maybe. Entire, the entire place what they do is, when they don't have any crime in the area, they use it as a post office. Yeah. Have you got any Either like that? Either that, or actually all criminals are just executed publicly by Agnes. Probably. <laughs> she just goes, and all ye who have broken the law shall feel the wrath of Agnes. Enlightenment just descends upon them. <laughs> it had to be the smallest police station I've ever seen. It is. It's like the borrowers have made it. <laughs> I just expected mouse to come out with a little police cap on. It's made by mice. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Bernie. I'm on the case. <laughs> I, just, I just love it because then she, like, in the most ridiculous way, alludes to the fact that she's about to go into labour. She's like, what if I go into labour? What if you, because what you call him goes, I can't leave you. What if you go into labour? And she goes, Don't be silly. Ooh. Also, she's going to go into labour then. Great, great, uh, you know, hint there. Great hint there. And then she just lets out this massive burp, which was just so unnecessary to the scene. <laughs> and then, do you know what she was like? Did you ever see that man who had real bad anxiety and it caused him to burp? You know. Oh my God, send it here. It's the greatest thing ever. He walks around going, and just keeps doing it, right? To the point where people are, like, not giving him work because he's, like, a plumber. And they're, like, freaked out by him. And he's like, give me a break! <laughs> oh, no, I think I might have. It's the best thing in the whole I world. Feel like that's something I would have seen, surely. He's like a frog when he does it. <laughs> I it wanted Birdie to do that. <laughs> it reminds me of the woman on Embarrassing Bodies who couldn't stop hiccuping. <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah. It's a bird. She goes, I think I've been... <laughs> Cured. <laughs> You're like, well, clearly not. <laughs> I'm cured. <laughs> She's actually just deaf now. She can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they've done. <laughs> Shove some earplugs in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I loved as well that Dermot then prank calls them, obviously, and makes up this story that there's a fire going on. Um, <laughs> but what happens, oh. Emma? Well... Bernie is very suspicious of her daughter. I mean, she's already getting her done for one crime, so why not another? She's blaming Nadine for these imaginary fires. <laughs> she's the first thing that have a mouth when her partner says there's been someone setting fire, kids have been setting fire to things. She goes, if it's our 18, give her a clip for me. And I'm like, you've now got her pegged, not only as like the murderer of her grandfather, but also as some serial <laughs> arsonist. I just love it. What next? Well, if Tommy's gone missing, it's got to be Aideen behind it. <laughs> that That's going to be the final episode. She's not going to come and try and arrest Dermot. She's going to come and try and arrest Aideen. She's going to go, your wicked days are over, Aideen. You're coming down to the station with me. <laughs> 
just leads her daughter away in handcuffs. I didn't do it, Mammy. Save it for the judge. <laughs> Wait for me, Amber. Wait for me. <laughs> So Bernie is also waiting for a very important email, which she keeps stressing. So we know for fine fact that Dermot's going to find this email. I mean, yes. that's just a given, isn't it? <laughs> because in he goes with the dog and he still is incredibly suspicious. And no one's going, why is Dermot always acting suspicious? It's that thread, Emma. It's just that thread. It's just drawn from crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... So can you tell me a bit more about Lance's case? <laughs> <laughs> just comes out with it and no one's thinking, oh, that's a bit odd. Do you know what he should have done? He should have just came over to where I went, God brought me here, Bernie, for a reason. Agnes taught me so. She wants me to find out what happened to Lance. Dermot's real calling was to find out who possessed him to kill Lance. <laughs> It was that fly. It was Mouse. <laughs> she crawled inside of the air and whispered evil things. <laughs> what about, right, maybe Dermot thinks he's done it, but actually Mouse came along and, and you know how it was, Zoe thought she killed Den, but Chrissy came back and finished the job. Yeah. Mouse finished Mouse, the job. Mouse just picked up a big piece of, a uh, big, um, massive bust of a dog and just threw it down on Lance's head. <laughs> The seat just drifted the, the dog butted away. She threw some cheese down his mouth and he choked. <laughs> she suffocated him with cheese. <laughs> I've been waiting for years to do this. I certainly won't be the first mouse in your life, but I'm going to be the last. So then, Dermot, quite frighteningly... <laughs> quite frighteningly, demands more information on Lance's case. Um, Bernie's a little bit put out of place by this, naturally. Um, And it cuts to Eileen and Ryson bonding on the farm. Having a bit of Sicily chat, aren't they? So, Eileen, don't you have any friends in the States? (laughs) Nah, none at all. Why Not would, at all. Why would Peter like you? <laughs> yeah, those lovely comments that a sister says to another sister. Let's now make you go shovel poo. Like, that's perfect, isn't it? Also, can I just say that Eileen somehow cut herself on, like, <laughs> on pig poo. Yeah, I was like, so confused. I was like, what if you just cut yourself on? She's like, ow. And I'm like, yeah. huh? And then I was a bit like, well, if you have cut yourself on it, maybe you should go wash that out immediately because you'll definitely get an infection. <laughs> like your hand will fall off and if you know if Royston's anything like Andy he'll take a forever put a plaster on that oh my god I know can you imagine don't worry not long now <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't turn on this episode and he was still putting the, the still putting the plaster on, on. Going, nearly <laughs> there Kieran it's one more episode to go and it should be on <laughs> <It'll> be <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> just take us another week and I'll just get this bubble out and we'll cut back again to the police station and Dermot's just getting worse and worse. Bernie's asking him to leave. He's not leaving. And then she says the weirdest thing and I'm like, you lot really do keep it in the family, don't you? <laughs> she says it was all a bit suspicious about Lance because he was fit and healthy and he made her blush in a wetsuit. Oh, <laughs> oh I know! Then that made me think, because honestly, I don't put anything past it. I was like, wait, has she been with Lance? I know, I was thinking that too. 
Agnes has said that he's got a bit of a wandering eye. And what if his rose was burning? (laughs) 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 No, but actually, I also thought that maybe there was something between Bernie and Dermot because... Yes, yeah, I totally agree. She called him a big softy when they first, like, talked about this dog that he found. Um, And then he was like, oh, you're a workaholic. And then they were like... Then she was going on about how Andy's, like, wasting their money, Mm. um, you know, spilling confidential info, can't trust Dermot, he's getting drunk. Um, And then Dermot is, like, you know, talking about how she came to him once. Well, yeah, they seem to be having a lot of private chats where she can come find them. And then he keeps getting closer and closer to her. And I'm like, oh, something gone on there. Well, I mean, he even says just after John Joel was born. Yes. Did they have a thing, maybe? How many of her kids are actually Dermot's? (gasps) That's what I would. Because I've got a theory, right, that at least this new kid is Dermot's. Yeah. I can't, can't be certain about the others, but maybe... I could see him being the father of all of them because he has quite a, a, a good relationship with Aideen. He does. Like, much better than what Andrew does. Andrew and her seem to clash much more. And in the last episode, we saw Aideen confined in him and invite him to the barbecue that she didn't want to go to. Mm. And she has that criminal streak in her because she's always setting fires. <laughs> setting fires, stealing horses. Tell you what, <laughs> she's, she's a chip off the old block if it's Dermot's. That's the one thing that definitely ties out to Dermot. It's a crime. It is. And then, like, I did also think, like, he's, like, leaning in really weirdly to, like, mm. Bernie. It was almost like they were about to kiss. And I was like, they've definitely had something go on between them. And it would explain so much, right? Because, like, obviously Andrew's gay. Like, Andrew, well, he's, he's something with his cousin. Like, he's in love with his cousin. I don't know if it's just because he's, you know, gay and hasn't found the right man yet or if it's because he's into incest. Like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things going on here that's very hard to, to try and pin down on Andrew. But he's definitely into men. Oh, no! Oh, no, what's happened? You've gone? <sighs> he's definitely into men. I'm coming back. My computer just died. Oh. Well. <laughs> so Connor's gone again. <laughs> I don't know where he's gone, what's happened at all. <laughs> I guess I'll just wait for him to ring back. Now, the best part of this is, will he remember what on earth he was talking about when he comes back on? That's the question. <laughs> Ah, Skype. Second technical difficulty. Oh, so fun. I feel like I need some hold music. Oh, here he is. I'm back. I apologise. My computer keeps doing this thing where it just keeps shutting down. Um, Where was I? Yes, Andrew's definitely into men. He's probably not able to finish the job if you catch my drift. He's... I was just saying to them, would you remember what you were saying as you came back? <laughs> I oh, yeah. Know, I didn't know how long you would be gone. I put on some hold music. I was going... You thought Kostara had stolen us away. I just I just love it because clearly something has gone on between her and Dermot something has I'm convinced yeah I'm with you there I totally agree 
it was too strange. I was like, mm, no, something's gone on that you're not alluding to. Mm. And then Bernie's waters break. I mean, the way that Dermot looked at her was as if she'd weighed on him. But, like, <laughs> you know, it was our waters had broken Dermot. Don't worry. And so we're, like, now about 20-odd minutes into the episode, maybe a yes. bit more, ne- about nearly 30, maybe. And yeah. we finally see Cat and Alfie properly having <laughs> dinner in the pub. And Tommy's playing up because he doesn't like green food, so he's not eating his peas. <laughs> Agnes walks in, tells him to sit his backside down. Cat <laughs> <laughs> and Alfie aren't happy. Now, there's one thing in this scene that I noticed. And I, I, <laughs> and I don't, it's just what I noticed. I don't know if you noticed this too, but while Agnes takes over Tommy's spot in his seat and is chatting to <laughs> Cat Alfie, she's eating those peas that he's left. Yes, by hand. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Who... It was like they were like a bowl of crisps. She was just going. <laughs> so it's someone else's food that Tommy might go back to, but like they're like, nah. Yeah, I'll just. I'll... He's full. She's like, oh, free food. I'll have that. <laughs> She's like, you're practically uh, locals now. Like, <laughs> Thanks for the free food, guys. <laughs> she only eats green food and she only eats it from other people's plates and she doesn't know Tommy could have threw that on the floor anyway <laughs> Tommy could have literally spat all over them like she has no idea uh, coronavirus like, Agnes I know come on Agnes you're spreading it round red water I just love it I just loved everything about it Agnes just appearing behind them all going <laughs> sit your backside down and finish your food finish those peas oh, I like, love them <laughs> She's obsessed with the peas, isn't she? The peas. The peas. She's obsessed. <laughs> oh, and you accidentally went into the accent there. That was amazing. <laughs> I call <them> Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she calls Tommy a maggot. She goes, boys will act the maggot unless you take a firm hand. I was like, what scene is that? Do maggots do anything very specific that I don't know about? Maggots are very lawless creatures. Very lawless. They go around creating loads of mess. They eat everyone else's food. I mean, you know, if you don't stop them, they'll take over the world. Well, you know what's funny is Agnes really took over Red Water and she also took over Tommy's food. So the irony is, is she not the maggot? I think she is. I think she is a maggot, a giant witch maggot. I just love her sitting there like, oh, peas. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy doesn't then, want them <laughs> and then I love it because she's like oh I'm so happy to see you I was so happy to see you at mass were you though Agnes <laughs> you didn't look it you didn't look it you don't look it now you don't look it now and then Kat is like yeah whatever like <laughs> but regardless I'm staying Dermot needs me does he though does Kat? he though I'm, I'm kind of with like Agnes at this point like yeah your presence here is disrupting him further. <laughs> like, secondly, you need Dermot, not the other way around. You just want to be part of this family. Yeah. We have sussed you, Kat. You just keep <laughs> trying to be part of this. So back away. <laughs> so yeah. We're with her. There was a huge smile on her face when Agnes said they were like locals now. Oh, there was. She... Alfie, not so much. 
Yeah. Alfie, Alfie hates the like, place. I just want to get back to, I just want to get back to Alicante. <laughs> I loved it because then Agnes goes on to be like, does he though? Does Dermot really need you? You saw her in mass. He's changed. He was pulling a thread, Agnes. <laughs> so, cut back to Bernie having Dermot's baby because we all know that that's the truth. That's exactly There's... why he's delivered it as well. Yes, it is, isn't it? That's why they've done that. Because he got so attached to the baby, like it was his and that was like such a sign that that is his baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced now. I want a series two just to find out if that's true. Why do we not have series two, though? Make it happen. Make it happen. Maybe Netflix will buy it because it's on Netflix. <gasps> We're watching it. so Yeah, I hope so. Oh, that would be so good. A Netflix original Breadwater. <laughs> It'll be even more mad. <laughs> um, so Bernie, naturally, as she's screaming in agony, is demanding Dermot phones 999. Um, he does eventually <laughs> he basically takes his sweet time wanders around the office has a cup of tea has, has a, a check of his emails Yay. oh sorry that's bernie's emails checks the bernie's emails <laughs> deletes a picture here or there by the way but don't know why he bothered what was the point the picture literally showed footsteps people go to the beach <laughs> exactly <laughs> it could have been lance's footsteps <laughs> It is, you could not have zoomed in away like, well, those footsteps are going away from the sea. How could you have known that from that? And also, what would that prove? Those look like the bottom of Dermot's shoes. Like, come on. Unless they literally had Dermot drowning him like that. Like, there's no evidence that he's killed him. Not at all. But he even just dragged it into the deleted file. He didn't fully delete it. So, like, he didn't then oh. delete it once it went in that file. And, and some some computers, you have to do that. Some email well, addresses. I just think Dermot's one of those people, you know, like, you know how, like, your parents and your grandparents don't quite understand computers and the internet? That's what Dermot is, isn't he? He's like, what is this machine? <laughs> like, he's like, how do I, how do I do, do things on this, Bernie? How do I delete pictures, Bernie? And she's like, Dermot! <laughs> the baby! <laughs> and he's like, one minute, Bernie! One minute! Uh, password... Red water. Ah, <laughs> That's the thing I was like, hang on, this is a police computer. And he literally just clicked on the thing coming through and it opened. It opened the whole computer. <laughs> so I think he had help. I think really... there's someone else helping him in there. I think it was out. I think she was quickly, secretly whispering in his ear. If you give us some cheese, if you give us some cheese, I'll tell you the password. Or maybe it was the fly. The fly was back. Oh, yes. Sneaky little fly. It was hitting the bits on the keyboard to do the password. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, Bernie gives birth. Mm-hmm. She thought that the baby would bring her and auntie together, but that's a doomed, <laughs> doomed thought. Um, she's devastated because the ambulance isn't here. Neither is uh, Andy and Dermot's claimed he's phoned both, which he hasn't. He hasn't at all. Um, he hasn't at all. He's decided, ah, she'll be all right. It's just a bit of a flu in it. Don't worry. <laughs> They're in the pub. Uh, Andrew and his cousin having a laugh. If Peter and Eileen got together, that would mean Dermot and Kieran would be stepbrothers. Ha 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 ha. Just reminding everyone they're all related again. Well, I thought <laughs> stepbrothers. Bound chicken. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would think that would make him more attractive. I thought, oh God, to, you can like, see, Kieran. Yeah, you can see it in Kieran's eyes. Let's become a thruple. 
<laughs> We've all wanted to do it for years. Let's just embrace it. Run off to the States. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. <laughs> I loved that there was an ambulance going by and both Andrew and Kieran were the only two people to hear it. Mm. Ran to the window and automatically knew that it was for Bernie. So ran straight to the police station. Oh yeah, it makes total sense, doesn't it? Makes total sense. Um, so cut to intense screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bernie's livers. Well, Dermot delivers Bernie's baby boy. Then Bernie passes out and bleeds, which isn't a great sign. So he finally decides that's when he'll call the ambulance, which is why an ambulance just magically appears flying <laughs> along the road five seconds later and attracts the attention of only two people. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then I love it because then Dermot's like bouncing the baby around in the like, um, you know, in the broom closet that is their police station. And he's like bouncing the baby around going, it's okay. Mummy's going to be fine. Are you joking? Like, you have deliberately not phoned an ambulance all the way through this pregnancy, like this <laughs> labour. And then Dermot has to give his baby son away, doesn't he? Yep. Hands his new child over to Andrew. The fake dad, the one that Bernie's pretending it is. But we all know it's Dermot. Well, he's got Dermot's hair as well. Got too much I could say that baby, that baby for at least thirty minutes was going like that, trying to shush its friends down. It's actually pulling the threads of her. <laughs> Bernie's threads. Bernie's cardi. <laughs> oh, he's just like his dad. <laughs> so Dermot's upset and runs right, and I noticed that in this scene. It seemed like the dog also ran. But then Dermot pops over to see Cat and Alfie because he's just delivered Bernie's baby and he needs to tell Kathleen, apparently. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) Mammy! Mammy, are you here? I've got to tell you, I've delivered a baby. I don't know why he became Welsh now instead of Irish. (laughs) And then, like, after all that bit where, like, he gets upset because Alfie's clearly looking to leave and he's saying yeah. well we need to go home and focus on our boys <laughs> Dermot's like it was Agnes wasn't it you hate <laughs> me you're jealous of me and Kat well, <laughs> I love that um, that'll be a bit weird um, okay I think I think we all know Dermot has some issues when it comes to mothers like he's he's got a very strange fixation with mothers there's Bernie there's Agnes there's Iris and Kathleen, who, you know, he thinks looks great in a, in a bather. So after the after he's went to see Kathleen and failed, he runs off. And then I notice the dog's suddenly in the car. Then he gets annoyed with the dog and throws the dog out. So the dog's now just running around when actually it could have been with its owner this whole time because, you know, you stole it for no apparent reason. But I was confused because yeah. I was like, you definitely did not take the dog with you to see Kathleen. I think the dog's red water. I think that's Buttons the dog. I think it's Buttons. <laughs> I think it just can appear like Agnes wherever it wants to. Like it's like a sacred animal of of Kushtara. And I think it can just be like, just appear right beside you. And be like, Dermot, this is the wrong thing to do. Shut up, Buttons! And just shoves him at the door. Get out! <laughs> Bernie's now in the ambulance and 
Well, she has some questions for Andrew because Dermot said he tried to call, even though he didn't. Uh-oh. But Bernie believes Dermot, which is interesting, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. But also, Andrew was trying to hide the fact he was with Kieran, so that's all all odd and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I think makes him look more suspicious yeah. because he just went, oh, it's just with my cousin, drinking. Like, no one would think anything of. But if he's like, oh, no, I wasn't doing anything, Bernie. Not with Kieran. <laughs> Certainly not with Kieran. I wasn't, I wasn't touching his legs or anything. I wasn't caressing his hands. Why would you say such a thing? Well, I didn't, Andrew. <laughs> Oh, right, right. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Bernie. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love this show of mine, this favourite show of mine. So, Andrew apologises for not being there when she needed him. He promised, and then she says, promises you'll never leave us again. Bit oaks because he's planning to move to the states with flipping Kieran five minutes ago. One of you was like, "Yes, let's get a house. We'll adopt a bunch of kids. We'll get a dog. We'll get a white picket fence." Like that's all seems to be put on hold because now his actual kids just arrived. That's not actually his kid; it's Dermot's. So we cut to Agnes. Agnes sitting alone <laughs> in a darkened house, fireplace are burning. She's sitting there talking to Buttons, the dog. Can't see him. Why does she not have any lights on? (laughs) Mouse doesn't like lights, (laughs) so Agnes keeps the lights off. She's actually got all of her animal friends around her. She's got Todd Warrior. She's like the White Witch from Narnia. You know how she's got all those wolves? (laughs) She's like, don't worry. We've got a plan. Dermot will stay here. He'll stay here. Listen to Agnes. Do you think she's she's like Snow White, but with animals? (laughs) She could sing to the animals. (laughs) (laughs) And all the birds come flying in to clean the house. (laughs) I just love it because then she eerily hears like (laughs) the gate of a house at like midnight open, right? So naturally the first thing she does is just get a torch, opens her front door and looks out. I love that. Why would you do that? Like just come on in, Nicholas. Hello? Hello? <laughs> then she walks back in and she, she turns around and Dermot's just sat there in the most creepy way. <laughs> the door was open. Like, the door was open, yeah, but you didn't come through it. No. So you opened that door, but you did not pass it. Like, How did he get in there? He's he's red water now too. <laughs> <laughs> he could do what Agnes can do. That's why she's so scared of him leaving, because if he leaves, well, he could become a rival. And she can't have True. that. Only in Redwater may he be Redwater. <laughs> <laughs> she taught him the old ways, so he has to stay. Can't leave now. I love it because she goes, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she goes to Coney but he goes, why don't you want me to have a mother, Agnes? <laughs> <laughs> it's not can I have a cup of tea or how are you doing Grandma Agnes or whatever he calls her like Big Aggie how are you doing Big Aggie um, it's like why are you trying to take me away from my mother oh I love, I love Dermot then Agnes pretends to be happy that he found Kathleen when we all know including Dermot that she hates her um, and she says that remember Redwater was your calling 
and that's why you're here. Meaning, I called you because I am Redwater. You were sent here to protect us from the end of days, Dermot. You will never leave. (laughs) You must fight the forces of darkness. (laughs) Protecting Ireland for all of time. (laughs) Oh, this noble land of mine. (laughs) She's actually that singer. (laughs) And this is the bit where... Like he was saying, well, no one tells me anything. And I'm like, well, that is true. They haven't told you about Kushtara. They've to- they totally forgot to tell you about the m- memorial barbecue and your family. And, I mean, and Kathleen got invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen! Kathleen! <laughs> Great <laughs> idea, Dermot. I'll invite not you. <laughs> Kathleen! <laughs> and this is a bit where it's just like, but you're the backbone of the community. <laughs> Could Eileen run a business without you? Well, probably. <laughs> yeah, everyone else seems to do quite all right. Because she hasn't actually invited you to work with her. So I would say she seems okay with that. And she's run businesses in the States. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Can I just say as well, what is like Agnes's idea of Dermot helping her do a business? Is he going to be like hand out like fires? <laughs> Like, you know, you know, just massive. He's like, and so God said, let there be light. Oh, and also, don't forget to pop around to my Auntie Eileen's. She's uh, doing a banquet today. <laughs> like, can you imagine that? You're having like, you're having like. And so Jesus died for our sins. And so we must remember that. By the way, here's a £10 voucher for Eileen's cookery school. Go around, get, get, learn how to make black bark. <laughs> And remember, afterwards, we'll be having Lance's afternoon tea. (laughs) (laughs) So they're having like a funeral or a wedding. He stands at the door. So they're all leaving. Everyone's chucking the flowers. And he's going, cookery retreat, anyone? £10 off? Yep. Okay. So that runs out by next week, mind you. Yep. That runs out today. <laughs> Thank you for oh, coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. <laughs> God be with you. God be with you. Here's a voucher. Here's a voucher. God be with you. Voucher. Here's a voucher. God be with you. I just love that idea. And so God said, remember, my Auntie Eileen's got a cookery school to spend the road. <laughs> If you want to be holy, if you want to be free of sin, you don't need to say a few Hail Marys. All you need to do is just go to Annie Eileen's. <laughs> go now and get a £5 discount. You can imagine him doing adverts for Redwater TV. <laughs> Redwater TV, that's the only channel they have. That is all they have. <laughs> and in between, they just have like the music video. Horror, the rattling bar, rattling bar, rattling in all the news, the song Rattling Bog is number one in Redwater charts again for the 200th year in a row. <laughs> As that is all we play on our local radio station. And then you get an advert of Dermot saying to come to the cookery retreat. I just love it. But then all the cars pull up, everyone's running out. We have no idea where the hell Aideen and John Joe are, by the way. Like, no, no, they're just setting fires out in the dark. Yeah, yeah, they're not invited to all this, bearing in mind it's their mum giving birth. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Don't worry. Don't worry. Buttons the dog will be watching over them. He always is. Agnes is like, 
go on, wet the baby's head, go have a drink. And she's like, go with your cousins. You know, just another reminder, cousins. I just love that as well, because I was a bit like, Agnes, they've been drinking all night. The baby's head's well and truly wet. Mm-hmm. And they were driving. Mm. They've been drinking all day. In the morning, they were in that pub. It's now middle of the night. They have drank from the morning till <laughs> night time. How are they standing? <laughs> That's just how they live. They just drink. That's all they do. That's all they do. They don't eat. They just drink. No. That explains why they can only make ice cream, because like they obviously can't digest solid foods. No. So they're just eating ice cream all the time. <laughs> Dermot decides, no, got a better idea than going to the pub. Who wants to go to my dad's rubbish old pub? Let's go into the dark woods. I've got something special planned. I legitimately thought he's either going to kill them or he's going to try and have an inappropriate relationship with both of them. I was like, okay, this is really dodgy. If you didn't think your cousin Dermot was creepy already, this is certainly going to make you think there's something not right with him because he's taking you into the woods rather than the pub. Yeah. He leads the lads into the dark woods and they'll be never seen again. We're still looking for them. Uh, anyone who's seen them, please contact the show. Um, we, we desperately need to find Andrew and Kieran. The irony, though. The irony that he's, he's been telling the police that people are setting fires and that it's actually him in the woods. Yeah, yeah. He literally makes another fire in the wood. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eileen's texting Peter because she wants some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was it weird. was like, oh my god, it was like sexy, wasn't it? It was like, you up, big boy. I'm only joking. But she was like, are you up? But, and then he looks at his phone, doesn't he? He's like, ooh. But Roisin walks in and says goodnight. And she sees Eileen's got some perfume out. And she's like, I can't remember the last time I wore any. <laughs> I know. I just made me think. She I've just got it in my head now that Royson doesn't bath, she doesn't use deodorant, she doesn't use perfume. She actually just stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, haven't, I haven't made myself smell nice in over 30 years. <laughs> and she, she gets a little idea once she puts the perfume on. And Peter looks at his text. And we just assume it's from Eileen. In the woods again, though. Back to the woods. The cousins. You just love the way that this is all cut together, don't you? You just love the way they cut these scenes together. (laughs) The cousins are toasting to the baby. And Dermot says that he wants the baby to be named after him because he did deliver the baby. And, you know, it's it's clearly his. So (laughs) he starts to be, like, really serious. And Andrew's, like, really scared of him. And Kieran just is creeped out by him in general. And they say, oh, it's just joking. It's just joking. And we're like, <laughs> I don't think you were. <laughs> As you just take it all as Dermot wants the baby. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to name a Dermot Jr. He wants to, you know, run off into the sunset with Bernie and all of his kids. And I want that for him too. I want that for him too. I think he deserves that. <laughs> One person who doesn't think he deserves that is Kieran though. Because oh, no. he's on to Dermot. Like Emma said, he's hating on him. Oh, he's suspicious. He hates him. He, He, like, starts to interrogate him. He's like, so why were you at the police station that night? And were you at the beach when Lance died? (laughs) Literally, it's like Bernie's possessed him. (laughs) It's it's like, whilst she's 
obviously, you know, suspicious of 18. Kieran's suspicious <laughs> of doing it. Yeah. They've got two two investigations going on at the same time. Kieran's like, well, you said you texted or you rang Andrew, but no, you didn't. You went, well, <laughs> must have had no reception. Kieran is like, no, 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 no. Mine was fine and I was contacting the state. I mean, I also thought, yeah, but you do realise that where you were in the pub might not have the same reception as where he was in the police station. I mean, I know it's garbage, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, he was basically in a completely geographical location um, to what Dermot was, so how would he know? (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm defending Dermot, yeah, by the way. (laughs) You leave that boy alone. He's suffered enough. He had drowned his granddad at the start of this series. He is the backbone of this community, Kieran. Who are you? Hey, well, you, you don't even want to come here. You just want to stay in the States. Could your mum really set up this business without Dermot? <laughs> well, he seems to think so, because he poo-poos all of Dermot's. Like, I would love to, to be involved in some... No, no, Dermot. No, that's all right. It's a way No, but said. honestly, it's no problem. No, no. He went, no, she wants to keep it as family. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, um, he is your family, though. He's your cousin. <laughs> So cutting. (laughs) (laughs) So, Peter follows that text, doesn't he? Oh, he follows the text. As I said earlier, he goes to Kushtara, he goes up the stairs, he goes into the bedroom, which is now, which now has a bed in it, candles, all sorts. But what was was interesting is I didn't just walk through the front door. He pulls all the boards off the windows and climbs through. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does everyone do this? It's a massive gaping door. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll break in in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> Kushtara doesn't mind. He likes when I renovate him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he climbs those rickety, rotting stairs. And as that dusty, clearly unstable room to find a shrine, like it's literally filled with those candles, a shrine to their former love affair. It might like, as well have just had pictures of Roisin and Peter everywhere throughout the years. Yeah, Roisin's actually crazy. She's, she's like single white female. She's just, you know, covered the walls with Peter's likeness. Why don't you love me, Peter? Why don't you love me? <laughs> how did she get that bed up then stairs that is a mystery I know that is an absolute mystery did she just hoist it up and those like by st- herself those stairs seem very narrow as well hmm. or did she go to like a husband Porrick and be like uh, Porrick could you just carry this uh, bed up the stairs with us please oh why yeah yeah, I don't mind why oh no reason <laughs> just gonna have an affair <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that um they used to be having an affair about 20 years ago. They had lots of hopes and dreams and plans. It's interesting that it's 20 years ago, because that's about the time that uh, all of the drama kicked off, isn't it? Mm. Around about the time that Iris got drunk, took the kids out on a boat, the boat sank. Could it be that they're all responsible for that? <laughs> Could it? Could it? I don't know. But yes, there used to be an item. And Bryson wants a bit of Peter tonight, doesn't she? She wants to kickstart things, she wants to take a trip down memory lane, full throttle. 
Chow pound chico pa wa. Chico pa. Or, or, or maybe we'll modernize for her because I feel like she would want to be hip with the kids. I feel like it would be like, do what you want, what you want, what with my body. body, do what you want, do what you want. <laughs> Let's <laughs> play a love it. game, play a love game. <laughs> <laughs> love, I want fame, I in the game. <laughs> oh, so back to the the woodland adventures of Dermot and the lads. <laughs> <laughs> they decide they're going to do something really interesting, do something crazy. We'll go swing on a rope swing. <laughs> I love it because Kieran's like, no, that's not safe because we're obviously adults and that was built for kids. Um, and that's clearly a rotten branch. And Dermot's like, oh. It's not safe. It's not safe, Andy. Now Dermot's even taking the mic out of Kieran. I was like, uh, hold on. Hold on. Only me and Emma yep. get to take the mic out of their dodgy American accents that aren't American. Like, come on. I was like, how dare he? Yeah, and so they basically forced Kieran to swing on it. Even though he's got a massive phobia of drowning even, over a body of water. And even, like, Andrew knows. He's literally just told him the whole story earlier in the pub. And he's yeah. like, yeah, do it. I'll push yeah, you. Yeah, Andrew was crying <laughs> in the pub. Like, Andrew's like, that was it's heartbreaking. It was a good way for him to hold him, though, wasn't it? He got hold it of him was. and push him. Yes, he did. He got to push him, didn't he? He loved it for his hands on his body. Do it for <laughs> Don't stop, let's party. <laughs> so with Dermot and Andrew's hands all over him, Kieran was swung out. Kieran was swung out into the wilds of that river and he fell in and got wet, didn't he? Oh, he was drowning. And then Kieran has a flashback. <gasps> he hears... Iris calling for help and Dermot saying no <laughs> I love it he's not even subtle about murdering Iris <laughs> nah you can drown you horrible old witch <laughs> Dermot save me no <laughs> nah you're alright love <laughs> and then all he sees is Dermot standing over him and I well, was like uh oh the minute that Dermot pulls him out of the water, where does Kieran end up? It's not on the bank. He scurries into <laughs> Andrew's groin and like clamps <laughs> onto him. I would say, oh, I, oh, I, Kieran, we've all d- tried that one before. The damsel in distress routine. Oh, yeah. So they all go back to Andrew's and he says, Dermot can take John Joe's room. And that's when I'm like, where the hell is John Joe? And I'm like, where's Aideen? Where are they? Their mum's in hospital. They're nowhere to be seen. I don't even think they know she's given birth. Because they've not been addressed (laughs) at all in this episode. Apart from right at the beginning when Aideen's at the church. And that's it. Yeah. I think it's nice to say that even in Redwater, um, it still suffers the same problems as EastEnders. You know, children that just go missing for years. Oh, true. You know, they go and have a biscuit and then they just disappear. And then they come down looking completely different. Yeah, they've had a face transplant or like, yeah. you know, plastic surgery or something upstairs. Yeah. So in Brilliant. episode six, John Joe will be someone else. Well, he'll come down the stairs and he'll actually, you know, have a have a job. He'll be yeah, he'll 22. be 18. <laughs> yeah. 18 will be five. <laughs> <laughs> so Kieran wants to sit down 
and have a little chat with Andrew once Dermot's gone. Yes. But Andrew being a bit suspicious and being a bit like, oh, this could lead to something, keeps his social distance from him. He's that two metres apart. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was ahead of the game. He knew yeah. Corona was around the corner. He was doing it before it was fashionable. And yeah. what they don't know is, well, they do know. Dermot's strange and he's totally listening in. <laughs> yeah, they know he's strange. They know he's scary. They know he's weird. They just just couldn't imagine that he's actually stood outside the door without his shoes on so that you don't hear a noise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not many would. <laughs> not many would. <laughs> I just love it because, like, Andrew is like, no, we can't. And then the next minute he's like, you mean the world to me, Kieran? <laughs> Stares at him longingly. When Kieran's like, moves closer, and then Andrew's like, no, we can't. <laughs> I have to think of Bernie in the chat. He, he just leads him along, didn't he? He does. He just changes his mind. He plays with his feelings. He does. He's a terrible tease. He's a terrible tease. <laughs> so, well, Kieran has these suspicions about Dermot and he thinks while Dermot's in the household, it's the right time to tell Andrew how suspicious Dermot is. Like, he didn't even get a missed call on his phone. Yeah. So how did he ring? And he carries on to say that when he fell in the water, he got the flashback. The power of red water was with him. Dermot could have saved Iris, but he didn't. He let her go. He's always had that feeling that Dermot's been very off. But now he's realised. And this is all while Andrew's just stroking his hand. <laughs> yeah, it's mean the world to me, Kieran, but I have to be there for Bernie and the kids. I don't want you to go back to America. But I can't be with you. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this, but I'll caress your face anyway and, and kiss you. This... Nothing can happen between us, but I'm going to hold your hand and stroke it. <laughs> <laughs> so Dermot listens in, doesn't he? And we all know what that means. Nothing good. <laughs> Dermot is crazy. And although Kieran thinks he knows how crazy Dermot is, he really doesn't. Dermot is a screw loose. He is nuts. And he's probably going to murder Kieran now. Either that or marry him. Who knows? It's red water. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Kushdara. And we have Ryson and Peter reminiscing about their dreams. She wanted to be a, a doctor. A doctor Ryson. Studying under Dr. Son, perhaps. <laughs> he, a chef. A chef for the world. And they would live in a bedsit. I mean, that literally sounds like my nightmare. Like living in a like a bedsit for the rest of your life. It's the way they were like a bedsit in a, a really crowded city with lots of pollution. I was like, ooh, lovely. <laughs> sounds like a dream. Can't <laughs> <laughs> wait to get bronchitis. <laughs> Do you think they go around and when, when they were actually looking, they were going, mm, does this one have enough pollution for us? I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah, like know. a pH um, chart out <laughs> trying to test the air. It's not gone purple yet. It's rubbish, yeah. It's rubbish, yeah. They've just moved to like a place that's got like a massive nuclear power plant or something. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll have kids with three arms. 
<laughs> all they do is they just got sleeping bags and just stayed in there. And they were like, our very own bedsit <laughs> in the power plant. Just look at a lovely warm glow that comes off our skin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need light. <laughs> well, I always bring my lantern just in case. <laughs> you can always see and- them walking around. <laughs> it's Peter and Roisin. There they are. <laughs> oh, there they are. Look, Mummy. <laughs> yeah, stay back. Stay back unless you want your children to have five heads. Um, I just love it because they like start talking to Roisin's like, I feel old now. I feel old. I half expected to get like a lot now and go, I'm from 1882. <laughs> <laughs> then I realised she didn't listen to our podcast at that point. <laughs> but you know, she might she might have knew it was coming. Second, uh, and then Peter decides can't be with her. She feels like she's wasted her life. Which Peter points out, she's got a business, she's got children who love her, a husband, a family who love her. Like, and then Peter turns down her advances, Disney. Mm. I mean, clearly now he doesn't want her. Maybe she is too old. So, so oh, <laughs> both them at the same time. So, after after their heartbreaking rendezvous, that wasn't. Royson decides she's not going to go back home to sleep with Porrig. She's just going to crash on the couch. Um, and Peter went God knows where because we never saw him again. But Dermot, well, he decides he's going to leave a little note for his his pals, his cousins, the lads. And well, he's firstly, going he's going to cripply stare over Kieran. Well, I think it explains a lot. They were always com- competitive. They were always competitive. They always wanted to beat each other, to <laughs> be with each other, to, you know, push each other to the limit. Bound chicken, wah, wah. Oh, I'm going to ship everyone in red water. I've just decided <laughs> <laughs> it's red water that'll probably happen it's a commune it's one of those weird communes you know like a cult <laughs> um so dermot leaves a little note and it reads love you kieran don't talk about me in future gonna go burn down kushtara kiss kiss um and then he leaves that and he goes out um and basically murders the love of Agnes's life. Uh-huh. Kushtara? Kills Kushtara. He sets Kushtara on fire. Well, he takes and... it a bit far. Because, I mean, you're only meant to kick the walls down or, you know, break in through its windows. And he's like, I'm just going to set it on fire. He's destroyed her. He's destroyed the magical place of Kushtara. Did he use Roisin's candles? That is what I was wondering. <laughs> How did he set it on fire? Maybe it's actually Roisin set the place on fire by accident. She left the candles burning and actually Derb just came over to watch. Yeah. <laughs> that might be it. Might be completely innocent. This favourite scene of mine. Our favourite scene this week has to be Agnes eating Tommy's peas. That he did not want to eat while having a conversation <laughs> that she wasn't invited to. This favourite scene of mine. 
Welcome to Come On Eileen from the song, obviously. And in honour of Eileen losing her fake accent, I have created a game all about her. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out a sentence and all you've got to do is tell me if Eileen said it in her Irish accent or if she said it in her fake American accent. <laughs> I love this! You get I butcher it, but I love it. You get a bonus point if you can say it like Eileen. I'm ready for this. I'm going to start with an easy one. Right. Kathleen! Well, that is most certainly American, and it is Kathleen. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> I wonder if I did the right thing moving away. Irish. Correct. Oh, oh see, I know, I know my Eileen quite well. <laughs> I wonder if I did the right thing moving away. Oh, good. I'm going to give you two points for that because that was great. I have contacts in the States. Hmm. Now, I feel like it was Irish, but I'm going to say American. <gasps> oh, you should have stuck with Irish. Oh. She chased him with daddy's shotgun. <laughs> I feel like that is Irish. Is it not? No, it's <gasps> American. Oh. <laughs> she chased him with daddy's shotgun. No, that's Irish. <laughs> just in an Irish accent. <laughs> you cannot sell without my say-so. American. Yes. <gasps> yes. You can't sell without my say-so. Why didn't you, why didn't you become something? <laughs> I'm still going to give you two points. <laughs> <laughs> One for effort. <laughs> oh, hiya, Dermot. It was Irish. Yes. <laughs> and it was, hiya, Dermot. It's when she I, was facing. <laughs> yeah, it was kept facing it out. I don't she know was... if I could do it. Hiya, Dermot. <laughs> I'm going to give you two points because it's when she was facing her accent out and she was just announcing everyone she was no longer American. <laughs> and she was now Irish again. So you've got. Live a best four, Irish life. Two, four, six, eight. Got eight oh. points out oh. of out of twelve. What do I win? What do I win? Well, I'm gonna give you the choice. <gasps> There's two prizes. So Ooh. in one hand, uh-huh. there's gonna be Eileen's fake American accent. Oh. In the other hand, there's gonna be Eileen's Irish accent. And you're gonna win one of those. You've just gotta say which hand you want? Your right hand. You have won. Eileen's Irish accent. Oh, yes! Yay! Now I've got both American accent and Irish accent. I can finally go, Are you all right, Mammy? <laughs> oh, Daddy used to do used to keep his cigarettes here, didn't he? I can do all of those things now. <laughs> and then I can also go, Great idea, Kathleen! <laughs> This week's episode is sponsored by Eileen's Cookery Retreat. 
Do you want to be divine in all things to do with the kitchen? Why not praise him and go down to my Auntie Eileen's? Five pound voucher. God be with you. Stay away from my family, Kathleen.